The Forgotten work Workforce Action. Welcome to Morning Minutes with myself, Michael Berger, Mark Novak and Lee Woodward. What are we talking about today, Lee? Today's a great topic as we've come through this very interesting time, as we all know. But the Forgotten Workforce, we've got lots of people now who've become accustomed to working from home. And I think that was great and a time that you needed to do that. But the fork in the road's coming up. You know, will you collaborate, move forward, contribute to... The, the progression of the workforce or is it easier to stay home feel more productive but you're away from the interaction of what's going on in the workforce now some of the greatest learnings uh, i know where i work the greatest workspace is the big kitchen area where someone's grabbing a coffee and said oh this happened today and oh, really how did that happen and you know that magical learning on the on site on the run on the go is some of the magic moments of work whereas when you're locked away doing tasking and feeling productive, but you're not growing, you know, when that next big opportunity comes up of who's going to step up, step up and do that role or someone's moving on, who could do that? Will you be forgotten or will you be remembered? Yeah, very good point. I think people take for granted that, that those little interactions in the kitchen, in the hallway, just these little off remarks going, what should I do here? Or something pops into your head and you go, what about that when you see something they're working on? Uh, Mark, what's your what's your thoughts? Because a lot of businesses are going to be coming back to the city now and they've got these big offices. They've had 100 people at home or 10 people at home and they've actually worked. I think a lot of people thought if you weren't looking over your staff, they wouldn't be working. They've done work and they're going to be, do I need this $100,000 a year office or can we adapt or change? What's your thoughts? Look, it's like, um, it's like exposing a baby. Um, and we haven't exposed the baby long enough to actually conclusively say, okay, well, that's the byproduct from doing that. And I think that, you know, I know we've done it for three months and some people feel pretty good about it, but I'm, I'm challenged that if it's a process, if it's, if we're working from home from a period of five years, three years or two years, are we genuinely better off for it or are we forgotten? Like Lee was talking about this morning. It's, it's a big, big topic. I know, uh, a friend of mine's an account, uh, accountant in a very large firm, uh, I think 10,000 employees. Uh, they've got 1,000 employees that are currently back at work. Those 1,000 employees can't go to lunch. They have to bring lunch with them because it's it's logistically impossible to move everyone out of the building and back into the building for a, for a one-hour lunch break. So they're holding back their 9,000 employees until at least... December this year. So, the, you know, that's that's exposing your workforce to something different. And Lee, you would have heard about the old chaos and order a lot in your, in your training across Australia, uh, being one of the biggest real estate trainers in the country. <clears throat> With chaos and order, you know, that, like you said, task management is good for the order people. That may work from home. But those chaos people, the where the beauty's made around the around the uh, the kitchen uh, in in the office, um, the, the the thinkers, the creators, I think it's potentially dangerous to quarantine those guys to their homes for the next year or two. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And what we're talking about here is coachable moments. So I know in my work environment, I work with an offshore team, I work with an yep. onshore team, and then I've got my. Um, contractors and so forth around the country who we interact and collaborate with. Uh, yesterday was a great example. I had to do a, 
live boardroom planning session on a, a brand rechange with a couple of the companies I'm involved in. And we had all been Zooming for the last month or so. And it felt very different being in the room yesterday. Uh, you know, people saying, geez, Leo, I thought you'd be taller. Or uh, somebody else turns up, you think, oh, my God. You know, it's so different in person as it was to uh, all of us on Zoom. It's amazing. There's like a Zoom you and then there's a real you. And I think the experience of actually not looking down a camera and trying to be perfectly correct because we may be recorded and we've been briefed to, yeah, I completely disagree with what you're saying, Mark, and I think it looked better this way, is a different experience when we're in the room. But I, I felt yesterday in the room, it was like doing a, a thousand Zooms. Uh, we got somewhere, we, you're standing up, you're walking around. I, I think you can't underestimate that human interaction experience where the magic does come out versus uh, life's like a movie. Everyone's in their box saying their part. And if I look at my offshore team, they are the most perfect, brilliant, process-driven, tasking people sitting in a room all day with no phone calls and interaction and the spreadsheets are, are, are spot on perfect. But if there was a big gig coming up in the company, they're not on our radar at all as someone who would want to participate in growth, progression, and a career movement. So when we say don't be the forgotten workforce, yes, you might feel productive, but I think a blend of work is going to be the skill now of planning your week to say, you know what, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are good days for me to go in and interact and be part of something. Monday mornings are great to get through my tasking, but don't be part of the forgotten, the forgotten workforce because it was funky in a pandemic. Yeah, Mark, and you, a great thing that clicked when you said... Um over a period of time and it just made me think of uh this analogy or not analogy but this this statement if you're five percent less productive in one day you don't really see that effect or feel it or the boss won't see it the clients may not see it but five percent every day over a year will definitely accumulate and be less productive overall or more productive so i think you've hit the nail on the head there where we haven't really seen it hasn't been a long enough period of time of a trial to really see if it's worked or not worked in the, the sense for the people that it where you're that chaos and order for the people that, that think they may work they may not have noticed yet yeah and you know what the um I think a big, big, big thing is you may find companies that have an ethos of working from home uh, opposing companies that have an ethos of let's get back to the office and get shit done. Um, you may find those companies uh, end up being legends. Uh, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting one or the other uh, one's a known commodity working from work. The other one's an un unknown commodity. It would be silly for me to speculate, but you may find in years to come that you look at a company and say, is your, all your team at home or is all your team in the office? And you could make a business decision based on that because that's what you like. And, and, and it, may be that, it may be that the guys that work at home are, are, are more creative and innovative and productive or I don't know, but um, my preference is my preference but i think that yeah i think we've got to be very careful and lee's choice of words on the forgotten workforce if people um are working from home it's literally literally possibly could be forgotten yeah yeah you know there is a significant difference between direction and motion 
So a lot of people feel productive because they're tasking and busy. But at the end of the week, what, what did you complete? You know, what did you finish? What got live out to the market? What had impact in your week? Or was it just another week of, look at all the to-dos I did? But did the to-dos have impact and become something, whereas you were just busy? And I know myself, you know, a key performance indicator or a KPI, that's probably the most overlooked KPI in business is, how many times do we laugh a day? There's sometimes yeah. just having a laugh yeah. at work can be a breakthrough where, you know, it's hysterical versus formal. And that's where that growth comes in. You know, I'm at the moment saying to my team, we need to get a junior. Oh, why do we need a junior? Because we're all getting too old around here. I like the young ones. Yes. They bring in some funny stuff. They, I know when I'm uh, creating something, I'm one of those creatives that uses paper, glue, puts it on a big bit of paper, then it comes to a computer screen. Mm. But the youngies always ask me, they'll come up and I've got a coffee out on the kitchen bench and I'm cutting and pasting. And I say to them, this is where cut and paste came from. They go, really? <laughs> and, yeah. and it's that <laughs> moment of them understanding uh, the world's been going a lot longer than you think. Wait, and also the, the fresh questions that sometimes seem basic, but you re-look at it from another eyes or re-trigger something in your head, especially uh, real estate agents, we've all heard nearly all the scripts and dialogues, but when you may have forgotten one and then you, someone asks that basic question and then it re-triggers that memory and then you start using that in what you're doing straight away. So sometimes that innocence, that energy and that fresh approach can really energize a workforce and a team. Yeah, yeah that's guys, that beautiful movement. I, I always look at, um, it sounds really weird. And today what we're talking about is the forgotten workforce and potentially people working from home could be forgotten. Let's talk about it. Um, I always relate in business stuff back to the animal kingdom. Always. And often when, when you know, someone that I'm working with is, 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 is upset with a client or, you know, pissed off with something that hasn't gone right with, with you know, and he's, and he's talking about a client, I always liken it to... I always say, look, guys, if we were all lions, we'd all die because nobody would eat. Nobody would eat because it's a jungle full of lions. The jungle has to have every single type of animal in it to exist, coexist, to work. And that's, the, you know, you can't get angry at the snake. You can't get angry at the ant. You can't get angry at all the different animals, whatever animal you are, because that's what makes up the jungle. It, I still go back to that paternal maternal animal kingdom thing of you know being together with people and being in a, in a in a in a team and getting stuff done i don't care what anyone says there is nothing more natural than having people around the table working on a dream working on a project together and pushing through it honestly couldn't agree more. And, you know, the greatest things ever developed were on a whiteboard. Uh, Steve Jobs himself was a big analog worker developing digital tools. But there's different parts of your brain that work brilliantly like that. And I, I know myself, and I, I thoroughly enjoy working with different age groups where, you know, the young people got something to offer our seniors and our seniors have got some incredible things to offer the young person. And how long you've walked the earth is an interesting thing because... I remember very, very young in business. I was only 27, 28. And I was reading some article that your biggest incomes are earned after the age of 50. 
And I was thinking, no way, that's crazy. You know, look, I'm only 27 now. Look what I'm doing. I now get it. Wow. And what I've learned is by 50, you've seen that many train wrecks, had that many mistakes, that many big things go wrong, especially in leadership. As a young leader, when something goes wrong, the world's over, forget it, shut it down, we'll do something else. As a senior leader, you think, ah, that's nothing. You know, that's a flesh wound. There's nothing. We haven't even been hit yet. We haven't tried to shut us down yet. You know, you see it different based on time. But a young leader can pull so many great things from a senior leader who's a bit of a battle war scar person but believes it lives on another day. They don't just pack up and run. And I think that's a powerful part. And that really hits the nail on the head with being isolated, working from home. You don't have that interaction. And a lot of the, and we all know when you have like a, um, a lot of the magic cannot be structured as in at 9am today, we're going to have a magic moment. A lot of that can be in the kitchen, walking past someone, uh, doing open dialogue with a senior on a certain example, on a situation which you won't get if you're isolated at home. So you can't, yeah, you can't structure a brilliant aha moment with someone else. It just happens. And I love that, that, Michael. I love that. Magic is never structured. I love it. Yeah. I'll see a new segment on the complete sales. Magic is never structured. (laughs) (laughs) That's a blog and a half. I was working with some young administrators this week who are in a big business. These two young girls were amazing. And one of them said a comment, and this is a great thing. We're in the one room fixing workflow. This business is doing 29 million in fees. It's a big business. And these two girls hold it all together. And this young girl said to me, Lee, the struggle is real. And I just loved it. It was this one saying of the week that I got so much out of from her in the admin saying, you know, when you've got these amount of deals coming through and this amount of settlements, the struggle is real. And, you know, we were using tech to fix some of that, but you know, that moment wouldn't have happened, the magical moment. And it's actually the very famous saying about jazz musicians. Uh, jazz musicians, if you follow a lot of music, are improvisers. You know, they might do a solo for an hour. Uh, but it was not corded out or written out in music. It was just, you know, off goes Bobby on the saxophone. He might be back in an hour. But the, the, jazz, mus- the jazz musicians have this saying, don't know it all too well. Leave some room for God. And, yeah. you know, that's their theme, that's their thinking of don't know it all too well. That's that structured, it's, if it's not here, it's not real versus what if we come up with something better because we were snookered and we actually grew because yeah. we collaborated and came up with something better than we even had. You know, that's the moment. Because people, people are thinking it's, people are thinking this is possibly a replacement. People mm-hmm. are thinking that, that working from home has been wonderful it's it's a replacement and we're good um and it will never in our whole entire life or lives or eternity be a replacement for good old-fashioned conversation belly to belly with someone it just will never it's definitely closer zoom um face-to-face video has brought us closer to the belly to belly meetings and human interaction, but it is never going to be a replacement well, for belly to belly. To use your your animal kingdom analogy, you're always stronger in a team, in a pack than isolated yourself. And that can be with workload, 
with brainstorming, with so it applies to anything, selling a property, having how we have our open team structure with everyone can sell. We're always going to be more powerful in a pack than by ourselves. Yeah, I'd like to add to this. I think as a society, we're compulsive. So work from home. That's it. We're going to work from home. Um, we're going to do this. We're just going to do that. The skill is to mix it up. So I know myself, uh, yeah. I've always had a, and what, we're, what, what we're getting me into now is discipline. How can you be most effective? So when I've got opportunities of I'm not traveling days, which has been a lot lately, uh, but if I go back into normal time and I'm not on airplanes a couple of days a week, between 5 and 7.30, I do a productivity blast at home. I don't check email, and that's the hardest skill to not check email. And I work on something to progress a completion. I don't do tasking. I don't do replying. And in my world, that's recording, it's writing, it's uh, creating something. But I do what they call a sprint. And then about 7.30, I've had enough of that. Like I've done what another person will call two days work and I've had enough. I'm now ready to be distracted. I do want to chat with Rob and Christian at the coffee machine and find out what went wrong yesterday and who's whinging, who's winning. Because life's like that. You're either whinging or you're winning. Yeah. So when you get into those lanes, you start to – I like listening to the whinge because my world's a bit different to most. Your biggest problem is my next solution. Because I work in the creative solution world, so I can come into Novak because Novak can say, Lee, we've been winning business for all these years, but what's next? Well, what a great question. What's next? What are we going to say? What are we going to present? But I'm actually here today because I'm working on that project. But that's not a task. That's a moment. And the magic happens when we get to have a coffee. The salami will be out by 1030. You know, it's, it's magical. Yeah. But I don't want to do this from Zoom at home. I wanted to be here today. Yeah, it's easy to come in by Zoom. It's not, it's not that mixed up, blend up. Don't be scared to mix it up and I do this and then I do that. Uh, another great thing about Zoom is recording. So last week I had a great example for all the leaders out there. Um, we had to do a very urgent procedure for, for something going on. I said, great. And we were all in the same building, by the way. So this is the complete opposite of what we're talking about. There was four of us in the same building. I said, all go back to your desk. Let's Zoom in. They went, why? Because we're going to record it. And it was like this, Mark, you're the first part of the process. What do you do? Great. Michael, then what do you do? Then I'll do this, then it's back to you. Then you do that, we're done. Great. Procedure over, end of recording. That could then go to the next group and say, this is how it works. But yeah. what a procedure captured and recorded in real time. And we're in the same building, but we use Zoom as a tool of capturing rather than collaborating. And that's really good, Mark. Like think of the sales meetings where you're, you're having that meeting and you, you rely on someone to take minutes and no one does and you, then you've got to use your memory to go back. That's a really good way of having that's that powerful. meeting. Yeah, and having that and someone who someone who potentially can't be in the meeting or is absent from the meeting can just simply replay it. It's a great idea. But um, it reminds me of something a client said to me two days ago. Um he said, Mark, very humble man. Uh, when he, he's a bit like a wizard when he talks. I always listen. Um, and he said to me, Mark, no two days should ever be the same. Love it. Yeah, love it. Mix it and up. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, they should never, never, never be. A lot of interesting stuff that he did. I, I'll tell you another one he told me about. Just out, this is more, I don't know what you call it, mucking around. But um, he said, he said, whenever you shake someone's hand, spray it with your scent. 
Mm. And I thought that was disgusting because like, that, no, no, just joking. I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, get, he goes, when you have a, if you have a cologne that you always wear, spray it on your hand. And he said that yeah, right. you're leaving, you're leaving that behind out of out of the meeting. And a lot of stuff. He, every single time I talk to this guy, he's like a wizard. He's incredible. But he um, sounds yeah, like no, a ninja. Yeah, ninja. Yeah. ninja. But no, you know, they should ever be the same. I look at the big things our company's known for, and what no one would now know behind the scenes that the best things we've ever done were, were by sheer mistake in an accident about something else we're working on. It did not pop out. We never structuredly went out to do that. We Magic hit a brick can't wall. be structured. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we hit a brick wall and we didn't know what to do. And then we thought, but imagine if, and what if we got that right? And then suddenly people go, oh, that was born. Yeah, but it, it happened out of the error. Uh, I wouldn't make too many errors by myself, sitting alone by myself with no one to challenge that thinking or say it's crap or good or, you know what, not your best work. And suddenly... You know, it's like working in a sales environment when the whiteboards are on. You could see you were crap and everyone could see you were crap. So there's something yeah. beautiful about that, that I'm crap. Uh, I better get on the phone and make, you know, that duck egg's getting bigger and bigger. And it's, it's quite clear to everyone without asking me the question, how are you going? I've listed nothing. I've sold nothing. That's how I'm going. Well, yeah. you know, I, I think we only get better when we get a little cranky. And when we get a little cranky, I've had enough. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to get better. Uh, I know working in real estate sales, I used to get beat by the same principle all the time. But it wasn't until I got cranky that I got better. But you're not going to get that cranky locked away in your little chamber with no one challenging that thinking. And will you become too sensitive to normal feedback? Uh, That's why you've got to mix it up. Very good point. I think today's been great. It's been some great moments. I, I really enjoyed today. Anything else we want to add on, gents? Work from home is good time to time. It's not a full-time solution is what I, is what, uh, what's, what's cemented that today a bit yeah, more for me. I agree. It's a, it's a, it's like marketing. You don't, when one thing works, you don't take away one part of marketing, like the video did well, so I won't do photos or I won't because I do, um, because the video did well, I won't do letterbox drops. You now add a piece on. And I think now, uh, employers can be confident that uh, work from home structure can be an add-on or an yeah. option, but not a replacement from the office and that environment. Well, you know, every, every school child made the mistake once of telling their parents that their lunch was nice today and it was Devon and Sauce. And then every day was Devon and Sauce for the rest of your school life. Yeah. And even if you toasted it, it didn't cut it. So... <laughs> suddenly you're thinking I might want to mix it up a little bit. Would you eat the same yeah. lunch every day? Well, don't have your same work day every day and no two days should be the same. Keep yourself stimulated. So, most people move on or become disinterested in their work, not due to the money, due to the lack of stimulation. So how do you, what's on yeah. your learning menu? Who could you learn from? Uh, I love work, learning from different people. The young girls in this week, that was, I learned so much this week, yeah. hearing from their world about what I'm meant to be fixing and I just went, so just run that by me again that's priceless and the big solution that everyone's excited about i didn't come up with they did i'm just going to claim it because i'm the consultant but they actually had it in them and i just had to facilitate it but that couldn't have been done any other way yeah and just thinking out loud now with like for example no two days the same 
uh, uh, let's say an employer is struggling with, should I do, reduce the office size, half work from home, half work from the office, a simple uh, change up could be, if you've got 10, uh, 100 staff, 10% work from home one day a week, and then you could actually still reduce the office size and have those people work from home. It changes it up um, and has that stimulation where not every day feels the same. And you're sort of ticking all boxes, accommodating the work from home, reducing your floor print and your expenses, and also changing up with um, the staff. So I think, I think that's a wrap, gents. Yeah, before that's I reduce floor space, I would be looking at, is a better use of that space? Yeah, like you guys correct. are a great example of, you know, in the square metres you, you've got, you've got atmosphere, you've got vibe. I'd want to work here versus you boxed me in the corner of the gyp rock nothingness. Yeah, uh, I'd want to be at home as well. I, I think the workplace has changed and it's got to be a place you'd want to be at. Uh, yeah. You know, I'd rather be here than home right now to do today's work because... This is an experience and I think all employees should look at is your workplace business fit, funky, ready for people who want to turn up. Maybe yeah. they want to work from home because work's boring and that white wall, silent, jip rock, air conditioning yeah. is doing their head in. It's like a dentist. Yeah, good point. Right? In that Very space, you, instead of reducing, well, maybe we put a pool table there. Maybe we put a sleeping pot, a couch. Maybe we put a cafe there. Maybe we put just a lounge chair. And they, like, uh, yeah, much better. Well, yeah. make, make it more attractive. You know what? Another thing as well before we, before we sign off, the um, how many senses does a human have? I can Google it. <laughs> Don't know. I think it's, I think it's six. Yeah, and I think as when you're working from home, you're appealing only to one or two of them. When you're working in in collaboration and in, and and five senses, so I think we can't forget that all five senses are working when we're together, uh, belly to belly in a work environment, as opposed to one or two of those senses. Yeah, that's that thing about good friction. You know, when you can feel the tension. Uh, that's not the same on the movie screen. Whereas when you're in a room with someone and it feels uncomfortable, that's not a bad thing. That can be sometimes a progressive thing. Yeah. That's awesome. a take. That's a take. That was great. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Cheers, Lee. Always See you later. Love you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.